You're listening to Share, Inspire, Repeat, where we explore uplifting, inspiring, and unique stories from around the planet. Things we're doing as human beings that you'll want to talk about that make us better people. A little dose of positivity in your day? Coming right up. And now for your host, AJ Mises. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Share, Inspire, Repeat. I'm AJ Mises, and it's so great to have you with us today. And boy, oh boy, do we have a great guest for you today. I think it's uh, super unique, and I can't wait to hear for you to hear about uh, the guest. His name is Ron, and uh, he's waiting stage left to come on and, and talk to us. Um, but first, just a reminder for everybody about how the show works. It's all about two people sharing stories of good. So people out in the world doing phenomenal things that we don't always hear about coming straight to you in 30 minutes or less so you can start off your day your week your month what have you in a really positive upbeat way so super excited to uh, to to bring this directly to you couldn't do it without the amazing guests that we have and again can't wait wait for you to meet ron um the other thing too is we can't do it without you our listeners so if you have a rating which i hope you do and i hope you love the show because you wouldn't be here if you didn't love the show um go on to your favorite app that you're listening to this podcast on please write us a review please give us uh five stars um if you want this to spread around like wildfire which we're hoping that it does um, we just surpassed the over a thousand downloads mark. Um, so we're super stoked about that and uh, we want it to continue. So just do it right now. Pull out your phone and give us a rating because uh, we can't do it with you without you. So I'm going to rhyme here. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce our guest for today. His name is Ron Tyson, and Ron Tyson is a native Floridian born in Okeechobee, Florida, and is currently a resident of Odessa, Florida. And in 2016, Ron founded Bring Smiles to Forgotten Seniors, which is a Florida-based 501c3 nonprofit. And Ron is a 2018 recipient of the Tampa Bay Lightning Foundation Community Hero Award, as well as a 2018 top fundraiser for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society light the night event so what's bring smiles to seniors well bring smiles to seniors was founded by ron again in march 20 uh, 2016 and initially was providing greeting cards to senior communities in the tampa bay community that's all i'm going to tell you right now because i want ron to talk about the rest so ron welcome to the show thank you so much for having me aj i really appreciate it it's so exciting what you're doing is amazing and um unbeknownst to everyone else we did talk last week so i have a little preview about what um what ron does but i was so excited that um we invited him on the show and he's going to tell us about what he does but first you're in florida how's the weather in florida right now because in california it is rainy and disgusting outside well i can tell you that unusually last night it was about 40 degrees here in tampa and uh, that's for us, that's freezing. But for my friends in Minnesota and Pennsylvania and other parts of the country where I have family, they would tell me that I'm being ridiculous. So uh, <laughs> I do think it, it made it up to 60, 60 today anyway, or just a little bit higher. Oh my God. <laughs> I literally think that we're getting out of like our 20th something day of rain. And um, people in California do not know how to drive when it's raining outside. So it's become quite the conundrum when you go out into the roads because people don't know what to do with themselves. Oh, yeah. I lived in L.A. So for people a year. forget how to drive. I lived in L.A. for a year. Yeah. I know that very well. <laughs> you know how it is. I do. That's awesome. So where, okay, where is where you live in Florida? Odessa, where is that? Odessa is just a suburb of Tampa. So I'm about 19 miles straight north of, uh, of Tampa Airport. 
Cool. I love it. Great. Um, I have family in Sarasota. What's up, grandma? Love you. Um, <laughs> love grandmas. And we love grandmas. Um, so cool. Well, I want you to tell everybody about what you do. And I think it's important for people to, for people to know, like, this is in addition to your job. Like you have a job on the side, but uh, maybe not on the side, but <laughs> to, 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 uh, to make uh, matters better, you've also founded this really great organization. So tell us about what Bring Smiles to Seniors is all about. Yeah, I'll tell you a little bit about the journey of how we got uh, to Bring Smiles to Seniors. You know, I've always had good jobs, to, what I call to feed the stomach, but I felt like for a long time I needed something really to feed my, my soul, and I felt like that I had a hole in the heart. And I think that a lot of people go through life you know, looking for their purpose. And some people find it early and some people find it later. And I think some people never find it at all, which is quite unfortunate. Um, but my journey happened about six years ago, actually, when my grandmother um, was living with my parents and she started to have symptoms that we didn't really recognize because we weren't familiar with dementia. And uh, it got to the point where my mom had to make, and make the decision that I think every family regrets she got to the point where she was kind of being combative and my mom would have to sleep on her floor at the end of her bed to make sure she didn't leave the house during the night. And it really became a bad situation for both of them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah it was, it was yeah. not good. And, and you know, it's as hard as it was, it was the right thing for her to go into a nursing home, which means that I got to start visiting a nursing home, which I wasn't really that familiar with. So I would go and visit her. And when I would go, I'd walk around the facility and I remember that I can remember the first day that I walked in there like it was yesterday. And if you're not familiar with nursing homes, they're not most happiest places on the planet sometimes. And there's some really nice ones. Um, but there, you know, there's you see people in wheelchairs and people sitting in their rooms. And I would walk through and I would just look. Yeah. I mean, I just saw on I just saw on social media that there was a person who like found their elderly um, mother, you know, grandmother, like asleep at a desk of like a hospital worker. Like no one was more, like, it's just crazy that, that there's such a difference in care in these places. Yeah, you know, and it's, it's the difference is really, you can tell a big difference in the nonprofit facilities and the profit facilities because the profit facilities have mm -hmm. a lot more money to work with. Um, I know the nonprofit mm -hmm. facilities don't necessarily have that, but but I would, mm -hmm. you know, I'd see these people and I, I, my mom was so good about taking care of my grandmother's room and making sure it was bright and cheery and she would decorate it for the holidays and cards and pictures and all those types of things were up all over the place. And as I would walk through the hallway, I'd look in some of the rooms and there'd be nothing. And I just thought to myself, wow, you know, some of these people go into these communities and either they're forgotten or their families don't visit anymore or they're old mm -hmm. enough that they don't really have family left. And I would talk to the nurses and they said, yeah, that's, that's not, that happens a lot. <laughs> you know, that's not uh, anything unusual and it's something that we're kind of used to dealing with. And, and the thought of someone actually putting someone in a nursing home and then just leaving there and not visiting just, you know, tore at my heart completely. Yeah, I bet. And I thought, well, you know, there's gotta be something I can do about this. And this was just supposed to be a one-time thing where I put up, post on my Facebook page and I, <laughs> that's, that's how they always how they start. start. And, uh, I ask all my friends to send, um, greeting cards that I could then take and deliver to the residents in my grandmother's nursing home. I thought at least, you know, give them something and they can put it up on their board or, you know, whatever. 
and my friends were awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I got so many cards that I was able to deliver enough cards to all of the residents uh, in my grandmother's home. And as we were, as we were delivering them, I, I felt like, okay, there's something more I can do here. There's, this has got to turn mm-hmm. into something um, just a little, just a little different. And so I, um, I actually founded originally, and you said it right earlier, it was, I was originally called Bring Smiles to Forgotten Seniors when I started it in 2016. And I quickly learned that, you know, as we would go and deliver cards, people would say, you know, well, I'm not forgotten. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of cases where families are still involved and they aren't forgotten. And so I dropped the forgotten from the name in the first year that, that the program was in effect. And that's where it really became Bring Smiles to Seniors. Yeah. I love it. That's amazing. Um, and so, so early on, I know that like, um, you know, you've seen the program grow in terms of like number of cards delivered. Tell us a little bit more yeah, about that. That's, this is probably the one of the most amazing parts of the program is that, you know, there was a connection that I think I needed to make that helped the card growth. And that was that I, I wanted children involved um, in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. Because I felt like that it was important for children to learn the importance of remembering those who paved the way for us. And I thought if children could learn early how important it was to remember our elders, that that's something that they could carry with them through life so that as the, you know, when they got older, they realized the, uh, the importance of actually doing that. So um, I, I scrounged and got cards from just about anywhere that I could <laughs> and anybody who would donate. And <laughs> I asked for donations from people and we went out and bought cards. And, uh, and then we took those cards into the schools so that we could have the children decorate them and deliver them. Um, the first year, we actually delivered 7,719 cards. This, uh, to, be exact, to be exact, I remember these numbers like <laughs> right off the top of my head. Um, the second I year, um, I said, okay, I'm going to set a goal for 10,000. Um, I said, we did 7,700 last year. Surely we can grow it to 10. Um, and we wound up doing 18,810. And Ooh. then the third Amazing. year, I said, well, it sounds like I'm sandbagging, so I better up the number a little bit. So I upped it to 20,000, and we delivered 40,515. Uh, cards last year. Uh, that is incredible. And that's across all 50 that's states, right. isn't you know, that right? Um, originally, um, as you said, I started in the Tampa Bay area, but I, I had to make it. And we started initially, um, on, I'd go on my lunch hour on Saturdays, on Sundays and evenings. My friend Linda, who worked on the program with me, went into the home. We actually delivered cards by hand initially. And I had to make a decision at some point, wow. do I want to grow this thing and make it bigger and reach more seniors? Or do I you know, want to stay small and kind of just stay in the Tampa Bay area? And I, I'm like, this is important enough where I want to go big. Um, and we did, a, we did mm-hmm. two campaigns last year where I want um, both of them were to deliver cards to a senior community in all 50 states, which we hit twice. So we hit different senior communities in all 50 states um, twice last year. We delivered to over 205 unique communities across the country and Puerto Rico. And um, we, we did a lot of the communities we did uh, multi- multiple times. So um, it's, it just expanded awesome. like crazy. And sometimes I think I have to put a throttle on it because the need is so great. <laughs> it could go really big, really fast, or it could go really big, really fast, and then become a job. <laughs> One or the other. There's uh, something there. 
Yeah, absolutely. That's how oh, all good definitely. things start, right? And they just get get momentum and you get that inertia behind it, it and just run with it. Um, s- super cool. Um, so tell us a story. I'm sure that this is, effect- I mean, obviously it's affected now at this point over 50,000 people. Um, so talk to us about like a story that stands out of, you know, maybe how this affected someone's life or yeah, day or situation. You, um, a couple quick stories because I think these kind of signify the importance of why we do what we do, not only from the aspect of the seniors who are receiving the cards, but we have an incredible network of people across the country that actually hand make cards that are donated to us. And, and I will say last year for the first year, we didn't buy one single card. Every single card that we got was donated um, by people across the country, which was amazing. Awesome. So um, I'll, I'll start great. first with the people who are participating in the program. One of the unintended consequences of Bring Smiles to Seniors was that I knew I wanted to touch seniors and make a difference in their life. I didn't realize it was going to be making such mm-hmm. a difference in the life of the people who participate in the program. So, you know, I had one of my yeah. first donors came out of Canada, actually, and uh, she would make her handmade cards and she sent them to me. And, and I actually conversed back and forth with her. And she did a story for one of the news um, outlets that did a story on us. And, uh, and I asked her, I said, why is it, you know, we're in the United States and, you know, you're sending us these cards regularly and participating in our program. And she said, well, you know, Ron, she said, I, I had two sons and my sons needed eye transplants. And both of those transplants came from people in the United States. Yeah. Eye transplants. I know. I didn't even know that was a thing. (laughs) It is. Crazy. And uh, the eyes came from the United States. And she says, this is my way of giving back Um, and, you know, and saying thank you for for how good um, kind of the country was to me. Um, And and that just, and I've heard from so many people about how, you know, I just want to be a part of something and I didn't know how, or I wanted to participate in something where I was doing good. Mm -hmm. And this now gives me an outlet to do that. I'll receive boxes of cards from ladies who literally make three or 400 cards at a time. I met with a wonderful lady, a local lady recently that when I met her at Starbucks and she came with 1,700 and 80 handmade cards and three weeks later brought 2000 right she's, oh my gosh and she, th- this yeah, is like a hobby she, right like she making has cards a full-time job as well and um and she's like we're gonna help you make wow. your you know your fifty thousand. our goal this year is fifty i'm probably gonna blow that out of the water and people are gonna think i'm sandbagging again but um but she's one ex- <laughs> example of people That's all nuts. across the country who just you know, feel compelled to be a part of this, but that's on the giving side of it. Um, and you know, and that I could, I could tell you a story after mm-hmm. story after story of people that have shared with me from that aspect, but the other, on the, the flip side of it with mm-hmm. the seniors, there's two stories that really stand out to me that, you know, really touched my heart. One is people don't really understand the power of what a piece of paper, a greeting card can do for a senior who's lonely. And we were in, a, in one of our senior communities back where we were delivering um, in person. And uh, the activities director would take us around uh, the, the senior community and we would go and hand the cards to the, the residents and speak to them and say, you know, have a good day and all, and all that. And there was this one particular room that we went into where the activities director said, you know, when you go in, um, this woman, since she, she hasn't talked in years since she's been in the facility, and 
um, you're going to have to take the card out and read it to her because she won't be able, you know, she can't take the card from you and she's not going to be able to read it. And so um, Linda was with me and so Linda did that. Mm-hmm. She took the card out. And as she read the card and she finished it, she, the woman looked her in the eyes and she said, thank you. And I thought the activities director was going to fall on the floor because they had not heard this lady speak. And, you know, of course we go outside and cry um, outside the door because it just validated, you know, what we were doing. And then then a similar situation, uh, there was a gentleman who was in a wheelchair and um, it was in a different senior community. And they told us the same thing, you know, he, he was immobile, so he couldn't move. And, you know, they said he's not going to be able to open the card. So if you don't mind, take it out and read it to him. And, you know, Linda did that again. And uh, when she did, the man reached up and took the card out of her hand. And they had not seen this man's hand move, you know, my hair standing up on my arm. When I tell these stories, I can't tell you how many times I tell them and my hair still stands up on my arm. Um, and that's the power oh of the message. It's, it's unbelievable. It's like magic. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it is. It is magic. I think there's some, right. Like there's something to be said about um, handwritten cards. Just first and foremost, I think they're just so genuine and they, they mean a lot, but I think that's another thing, you know, maybe if that's been stagnant in your life for a while and it sounds like there's something there, right. To like being validated and recognized well, and thanked and yeah. Yeah. You know what? And uh, I think being it's seen. I think the, the, really the power behind the card itself is that here you have all this love that goes into actually making the card. And if you see some of these cards that these ladies send, they, you can't buy these cards in the store. I mean, they are, the work that goes into them is just absolutely incredible. And then you take that card that's blank on the inside and you put it in front of a child and then have a child write a message to a senior that they don't even know. And then that gets in the hand of a senior. And I think the combination of those three things that come together, create this, you said it. It's it's a magical moment where somebody who has had no contact from someone for so long, their family doesn't talk to them anymore. They have no family left. All of a sudden, somebody in the world cares about them. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing when that mm. happens. Absolutely. Man, kudos to you and your whole team. And hey, Linda, what's up? I'm sure you're listening um, uh, to your whole team for well, and all the volunteers and um, all the people who are writing cards. Like it is doing good stuff for people and um, clearly changing, you know, people's lives, really. Right. If they're moving their hand after, you know, not doing so for a while or speaking after being mute for a yeah. while, like that's that's huge. It's, there's a key well, you know, that's, incredible. that's been turned and, and I, to unlock I, I would be there. really remiss if I didn't call out my my five volunteers that run this program with me because they have, they are my lifeline. Oh yeah, say their and names. The Let's give the them a program, shout out. I actually started a chapter of the program in Michigan, um, and Diane runs our program in Michigan and has done an amazing job there um, and lined up facilities all over Michigan that we deliver. She still delivers her cards by hand uh, in Michigan, even the snow. She's out delivering. Um, She's going old school. We love She's her. She's going old school. Um, you Leanne go, Diane. Came on with us, and Leanne originally handled our special mailings. One of the components that we added to the program was elderly nutrition programs, because we also learned that there's many people that when they get their meals every day, the person that delivers their meals at home is the only person they ever see. So we thought, well, let's put a card with the meal, and then we can make a contact that way. So Leanne handles our Meals on Wheels uh, elderly nutrition programs and our special mailings across the country. And she started to add veterans homes um, to the mailing as well. I will tell you, Leanne 
not only does all of these mailings every month, she makes every single card and writes every single card herself. So she's definitely a blessing. Um, early on in our program, we awesome. had Renee came on. Renee handles our home mailing program. Renee, I think, I think she wrote 3,000 cards to seniors at home last year that are on our mailing list um, that get cards regularly. But she doesn't just send cards. She sends them little packages and word, word um, puzzles and you name it, all kinds of stuff. Um, and then Becky came on with us as kind of our, <laughs> she helps us, we know, with fundraising. We are a very small nonprofit. We are a 5013C. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we operate on very little money because all of my volunteers are unpaid and um, all the money, all of our money goes straight into the program. So those are mm -hmm. five amazing ladies. So, well, what's up, ladies? Great job and huge kudos to you. I mean, it's just it's phenomenal. It's so, so great, which actually parlays right into the story that I wanted to share with you, which is about gratitude and a study of the molecular, molecular structure of the brain. Um, that shows how literally showing gratitude can alter the human heart and the brain. Um, so here's what I wanted to share with you. Um, so at UCLA's uh, Mindfulness Awareness Research Center, um, they've come up with the result that having an attitude of gratitude, ha ha ha, uh, changes the molecular structure of the brain keeps gray matter functioning and makes us healthier and happier. And when you feel happiness, the central nervous system is affected. You are more peaceful, less reactive, and less resistant. And um, they believe that this is a differentiator between people who you know, may live longer lives and those who maybe don't. And here's how they did it. So previously, um, they studied, uh, uh, it was based on a study by Robert Emmons, who's a PhD at UC Davis. Um, and they thought um, that they were going to decide on uh, a method to discern between gratitude derived from kindness and gratitude derived because there's a consequence if you're not gracious. Um, and so what they did is um, they set up a test. They found that people compared to participants who wrote about negative experiences um, to people who wrote about positive experiences or, or experiences expressing gratitude, that people experienced better mental health for up to 12 weeks after uh, doing this writing exercise. And then in addition to that, they also um, uh, did a study based around giving. And um, the researchers at Berkeley, this is a different study, um, used an MRI scanner to measure brain activity while people from different groups did a pay it forward task. And during the task, participants were given money by a quote unquote, nice person. And this person's only request was that they pass on the money to someone if they felt grateful. And they did this because they wanted to distinguish between actions motivated by, again, gratitude and then actions driven by other motivations like obligation, guilt, and or what other people think. And this is important, uh, this researcher found, because you can't fake gratitude. You actually have to feel it. And if you don't feel grateful or practice trying to feel grateful by taking the necessary steps like keeping a gratitude journal or something of that sort, you may not experience as much joy as happiness. And so they found that participants were asked, uh, when asked to rate how grateful they felt towards the person giving them the money, 
and how much they wanted to pay it forward to a charitable cause as well, um, the uh, that didn't affect them because they were also given questionnaires about how grateful they felt in general. And they found that across the participants, when people felt more grateful, their brain activity was distinct from brain activity related to guilt and the desire to help a cause. So more specifically, they found that when people who are generally more grateful gave more money to a cause, they showed greater greater neural sensitivity and they um, prefrontal cortex. I don't even know where that is in the brain, uh, <laughs> but it, it's a brain area associated with learning and decision-making. So this suggests that people who are more grateful are also more attentive to how they express gratitude. So I thought this was really interesting because you're, the whole um, premise of your organization is, um, to, your, to your point, right, especially working with children, is to be grateful um, and show gratitude for the people who set um, uh, the path before them, which is all what your, your organization is doing, and to be grateful um, for life in general. And I think um, even you know people in, in our adulthood who are writing cards to seniors, they're showing gratitude by saying, hey, thanks for for being here. I see you. I validate you. I'm grateful that we're making this connection. So I think there's something to be said about how fast your, your card delivery is, is snowballing because they're, you know, clearly there's something not only, um, uh, you just innately good about it, but it also affects people's health, their heart and their, and their brain. Well, it kind of validated the whole, it's better to give than receive, right? I talk about this a lot. I know I write a blog every day and I can talk about that. And, and, and now I do a podcast from the blog, but it, you know, I talk about how the power of we um, and the power of people coming together for a common purpose and how, how, you know, what that does for society and what it does for life and what it does for you and what it does for everyone else. And, and uh, it, it's a power that just is unmatched. And so I am, I'm mm-hmm. not surprised what that study showed at all. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it shows that consciousness can really transform the physical material world. And that's huge, right? Because we don't often think about how those two things are interconnected. Um, and it really shows like, you know, where your mind's at is 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 where your body will go. Um, yeah, when you so and everything that follows after that. Oh, yeah. And when you see it, when you see it live, you know, those those two stories that I gave you, it is one of the most amazing life experiences that you could ever have when you have the ability Mm -hmm. to touch someone's soul and change someone's life in an instant like that with something as simple as a card it just makes you realize that the the power what the power of giving does and loving and caring yep absolutely awesome ron where can people find out more information about um, the organization. So for the organization itself, we have a website. Uh, it's bringsmiles2seniors.com. Um, and then my new, I have to tell you, you inspired me to do a podcast. I've been thinking about this for six <laughs> months. <laughs> and uh, my brother brought me all the, had me buy all the equipment probably nine months ago. And it sat in my floor forever because I was terrified to actually do it. And uh, once I listened to you, I said, oh, boy, I'm inspired now. So um, I also do a weekly podcast where I deliver five messages and I try to do a different theme each week. I just released today's that was called um, Taking Care of Ourselves. Last week was about taking care of others. And I, you know, I say the messages that are designed to provoke thought, inspire the heart and feed the soul. Um, and those are, you know, awesome. those are the messages in the podcast. And that's um, the podcast is called Mornings with Ron. It's now available on <laughs> Apple, 
um, Google, all the Spotify, all the different uh, podcast sites and Anchor FM. Um, it's also available out there. Great. And then we're, all, awesome. we're also on Instagram. So uh, at Bring Smiles to Seniors. So if you want to see some of the beautiful work that the ladies have done, um, and I post about 10 of all of their cards every time that they come in. So uh, you can go and take a look at, the, uh, at that amazing work out there as well. Awesome. I hope you send more people over your way because it's just is, is amazing work that you're doing. So huge, huge kudos. Um, and thank you again for being on the show. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, everybody, thanks again for joining us for another episode of Share, Inspire, Repeat. My name is AJ Mises. And of course, you can find out more information about today's guests by visiting shareinspirerepeat.com. Also following us on social media like Instagram and Facebook. It's been great having you here and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Share, Inspire, Repeat with AJ Mises. Interested in sharing a story or being a guest on the show? Visit shareinspirerepeat.com to introduce yourself or to submit a story. You can also check out more details from this episode by visiting shareinspirerepeat.com.